Cootsies. Okay. Hot cross buns. Hot and live. Here we are. We are live on uh, working working title. I forgot what my point was. Ellipses. Yeah, what were you talking about? But, but I yeah, I don't know. I couldn't, couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think it honestly needs to stick. Shit shooters was cool. Uh, stone, no stone unturned was cool. Uh, I forgot what my point was. I feel like also just, it, it, like I've said it before, it lends itself to us being honest with the fact that we don't always know what we're talking about. But also, we lose track of what we're talking about because we get so passionate about topics and yeah. thoughts that we lose track. We're like, God, I forgot what my point was. If you were uh, forced to do a TED Talk, what do you think the best subject for Julian Gavilanis to tackle would be? Oh, my God. Um, can, give, can, we, can we play it out? Can we do it like a like, scene? Like a role play? I mean, I don't know. No, I, I just want to do this. I just want to do the scene. Okay. Uh, Julian. Hey. Hey. Uh, it's it's Roger from TEDx. Oh, Roger from TEDx. TEDx. Uh, wow. We're doing it. We're a- we're doing a TEDx Bushwick, and we'd love for you to present. Um, I was I was just curious what you thought. Maybe you're an expert on, and what you <laughs> might be able to speak on. You don't, come on. I. I, I don't stay feel, in the scene. I, well, I just don't feel like Roger would be calling me. To, what the to like, fuck, to, Steve? I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel like Roger would be. Ca- I don't feel like Roger would be calling me uh, to I ask swear. me what I'm an expert in. I Who swore. works for TED Talk? I know you swore. Four push-ups. I'll I'll take the mic. Okay. Get down. Is that what we're gonna start doing? <laughs> four push-ups isn't much, but ready? Do it. One, two, three, four. Oh, he's going for a five and slow. <laughs> nice, dude. Look at me right in the eyes, <laughs> dude. Can you do? How many can? How many push-ups can you actually do? Six. Nice, dude. That was good form. It's pretty good. Good job, um, Mel. Honestly, though, man, I don't know what uh, my my I if I was gonna do a TED talk. Can we just I, do the scene? It's not a scene. What are you talking? Like, sure, I'm gonna sure. act it out. Okay. Like, you want me to come in bring, and give you? Bring, <laughs> bring, bring, bring. Hello, hello, Julian. Hey, hello, Julian. Hey, it's Clayton. Uh, who's Clay? Who, do I know you? Do we, how do I know you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met. We met at um. We met down at, at Jimmy John's. Oh, Jimmy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love remember, that place. Remember, I was telling you uh-huh. I work for uh, for TEDx, and we're doing a TEDx. Oh, in, the uh, TED Talk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're doing a TEDx in uh, Bushwick. Okay. Which is in New York. I live there, so I'm familiar. <laughs> and I was I was hoping you could present. You like really inspired me the other day while you oh. were ordering your sandwich. Oh, cool, cool. That's. But I'm that's... I want to I'm curious just. For the pamphlet, if you could mm-hmm. kind of give me a synopsis of what you're going to be talking on first. Oh, sure. Uh, well, thank you for the call and, and for thinking about me. You're welcome. In, in that way. I'm uh, honored. I never would have expected uh, to have anybody from the TED team reach out. Ever? I don't know. I, did, I, I wasn't expecting it soon, but, but I'm very grateful that, that it's happening. Uh, so you're asking... What I would bring to the table, basically. I want you to. I want you to just you because. To give I, you my speech. I'm currently designing the pamphlet for every for all of the attendees. Okay. And um, I just need to, uh, under your name, kind of give a quick little tidbit, monkey note of sorts. Sure. About what you're you're going to be sharing about. Uh, if there's a tagline, I would say giving yourself per. Yeah, giving yourself permission to be. Yourself. 
Can you spell you yourself for me? <laughs> <laughs> There's two O's. Y O O. I feel like it's Y E W E R. You yourself. You yourself. My my TED talk is going to be on giving yourself permission to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. That's what I'm interested in talking to you about. All right, dude. Um, Sorry, but unfortunately, we don't. <laughs> the slot that I was going to give you is no longer available. So, but thanks for picking up my call. I'll definitely keep you in mind when we do uh, when we do uh, TEDx Harlem. Hey, you know what? Don't call me back, Clayton. I don't care. To, I don't care to have another conversation with you. Oh, uh, dude, you you would actually do really you would do really good at um at that? at that speech. Yeah. Well, it would take a while. I remember when you did a TED talk. It was awful. No, it was great. And it, <laughs> great. <laughs> it was really good. And Steve, did you see it? No. You never saw Alan's TED Talk? No. Jams, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was good. Um, I remember you called me the night before. I was and, terrified. And you were terrified, but you like, you know, we kind of like worked through a lot of things that were going on. And what was your kind of tagline? Gratitude so, is the attitude? Kind of, yeah. It was, uh, I think my, I didn't really have a title, but. Essentially, what I told the audience that was there was I was going to be speaking on mental real estate and how I subdivided mine yeah. to find joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. You, you, you brought up like a money thing at one point with the George, or not George, whatever his name was, the guy that screwed you over. George Soros? <laughs> George. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? He's, he's been in the news lately. I think he's like a. I think I think he runs like the flat flat Earth Society or something. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. It, regardless, your your TED talk was great, and I and I uh, I wrote it for you. So that's probably why it was. <laughs> you did? Uh, no, but oh, I. But, but you we did edit it. We t I didn't. I mean, we just talked for hours before you went on and did it. Yeah, I was terrified the night before my tour manager Bear. I called him and I said, can you come into my hotel room and let me, I s did my speech for, in front of him like six times and he was so kind and patient and uh, complimentary, complimentative, complimentary, complimentary, um, complimentative. But, uh, <laughs> but then I pulled him aside after and I said, how'd you do? And he goes, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, keep it Dutch. Um, <laughs> So, uh, nice day out today. I was, kind of, I was excited that uh, this morning when I woke up that the weather was not going to be 120 degrees out here. It's kind of cold. It's kind of cool. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a, your, your button-ups St. One shirt right yep. now because it's a little <laughs> chilly out. It is. It's a beautiful day out today. Um, if, you, if, you had to, like, if you had a boat, right? <laughs> what? Yeah. What kind Either of you? I'm going to actually ask Steve. Yeah, go for it. Are, we, are you a rowboat kind of guy? Are you proper like cigarette speedboat kind of dude? Are you proper like I'm going to wake skate sort of homie? It's just lounge boat. Like a pontoon? Yeah, like a pontoon boat. It would be named Otter Pop. Mm. <laughs> is, there like a, is there any uh, like financial limit in what kind of boat you can have? Um, you can spend $100,000. Uh-huh. You have a hundred thousand dollars to burn on a boat. I don't I know. I don't know what the boat market is though, as far as the cash flow goes for a boat. Yeah, boat you go into the bank and you're like, I need a boat loan. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's like boat. An auto loan. I th yeah, it's yeah. just like an auto loan. 
But would they give it to you? Should I say it's a business? Uh, no, it's just a boat. It's just like, hey, I'm an idiot and I want a boat. I doubt you could get that much of a boat for a hundred thousand. That's that's I mean, you what could I'm get saying. a nice boat for sure, but like a big boat and like a catamaran boat. Yeah, nah. nah. Yeah, for sure you could. No, nah, I mean old is Don. <laughs> <laughs> old is Don Quixote. Speaking, speaking of Don, grab it. Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, Don Ho, the Godfather of Hawaiian Soul, dude. I didn't even know who this guy was. Donnie Ho's tiny bubbles. Julian, look, remember what I was talking about? How frustrated I got yesterday trying to put that record away. Look how fluffy oh, yeah. this side is. <laughs> what? Yeah, I couldn't is, get it back. That's that. I was upset. That piece of plastic. The plastic is supposed to go around the. Well, why? I don't understand why you couldn't have gotten it in. You know this, right? right? This, yeah, the, the plastic's plastic supposed around. to go around the 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 cover and then the vinyl just goes and sits inside oh. there yeah i was just too busy thinking about my future boat and how much <laughs> so this <laughs> that's what you did wrong steve yeah i wouldn't have known that either though alan you're wise rarely <laughs> um, <laughs> rarely do i but do that's that yeah that's good there you go steve wow you were freaking out we're about back don ho dude how handsome of a man um i think I like the pontoon idea, but I've always been, I've always fantasized about having a houseboat. When I was a youngster, my folks um, would borrow my grandfather's RV and we would go, uh, we would go to church camp over in Silver Lake, uh, Washington, which is kind of just outside of Spokane, little community called Medical Lake. Man, did I love that RV. I would, I would get in the bunk up above the cab mm -hmm. and just look out the front. There was a front-facing window. I would peel back, peel back the shades, and just sit up there the whole time. I, mean, mm -hmm. I have so many good mm -hmm. memories in that RV, and I've thought, hmm, take this, put it in the water, same thing. RV boat, RV boat, like a hybrid. Yeah, but just no, no shower on it. There's no need because you're in the water. Have you ever been on a houseboat? Yeah, yeah, pretty one, cool, right? Pretty cool. Yeah, I had a homie growing up whose whose dad bought a. A, a houseboat that was in terrible condition mm -hmm. and uh, we went out on it a few times that was a blast man shooting fireworks pow mm, yeah we and uh, styles bentley went on a houseboat once in lake shasta with a couple babes and one of my dad's girlfriends it's awesome it how such a blast uh how many babes were on the boat just two just two yeah they so were the one daughters for, one for each of you yeah yeah it was awesome uh-huh we had a blast we were like 16 years what, not even 15 what were their names couldn't tell you you Alicia don't and Gu Gu Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Guantanamo, I'd be like, "What?" And Styles, my sister's that name was, was that was that was the one for Styles. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if my mom named my sister Alicia, and then I got Guantanamo, yeah, he, I, mean, I would he, be real upset about that. How about or, you, Steve? I'd be stoked. Yeah, <laughs> my name's Steve. You Anything's better, <laughs> right? No, you're you got a great name, sturdy name. It's a sturdy name. I th I, I I trust all Steves. Let's no, talk about that. Do you? Do yeah. you like? Do you guys like your names? Uh, no. Think about the name Alan. Is there anybody no, it's, in it's, any movie of any time well, that is not a creep and named Alan? Well, it's dorky, but the last name kind of brings it home for me and probably all the people that listen to you. Yeah, right. it's a good last name. Right, because I go up to people and introduce myself as Alan Stone. He right. does, people. Yeah, I no, I don't. I introduce <laughs> myself <laughs> as Al. Well, Al. you just are known as Alan Stone, so you don't have to introduce yourself anyways, which is the, kind of the beautiful part. 
But Al's a strong name. I have to introduce myself to everybody I meet. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like one out of 3,000 people that I meet. But you call yourself Al. I say Al, yeah, because I just think it's kinder. It's warmer. It's, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of disarming a little bit when I say, when I say especially when I call myself Al. Because naturally, people are going to all, if I become your friend, they're just going to start call, within like, Ah, half an hour of us hanging out, they're going to just say, ow, right? That's just, it's always happened to me. So, mm. but if you call yourself Al, then I feel like people go, this guy's a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't call you Al. I call what? you, I call you just Alan. What? I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't really call when you by you your name. have you called me Alan? I don't know when I have called you by your name. Yeah. Also, see, I don't you know. know. Yeah. I don't call you by your name. I don't, I just don't like, I don't, I just don't say your name. I don't address you. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> just like laugh at you or something. And like, point, like, point and shoot. Yeah. Well, okay. So if to, I'm not in like, the you room. You don't call me Julian. You're not like, hey, Julian, I have a quick question for you. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. Hey, Julian. He does do that, actually. <laughs> he calls me Stephen J. Libby. I, I've started calling you name. Stephen J. Libs, too. Well, I, I kind of, I kind of bring it down to Libs. Yeah. Because I like that. Stephen J. Libs. Liz Do you like your name, Steve? I say it's like an accountancy. It's a fine name, sure. <laughs> have you have you like have, it's have a you fine a, name. have you gotten to a point of appreciating your name? Yeah, because it's it is what it is. It is what it is, and I was named after some people and family and that stuff. So it's it's a strong name. It's just a normal name, and that's just it is what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Your name's Steven, but I can there's an there's an alternate universe where your where your name is uh, Raphael. Mm. Great. Yeah, I I totally dig that. You like that name? Yeah, that's Raphael's hot, nice. That's a hot ass yeah. name, dude. All of the Ninja Turtles names were nice. We yeah, could well, all be those guys, including James. We got four of us right now. Michelangelo, Donatello, Donatello. Do you guys remember what all, Raphael, of, their char- all of their character and Leonardo. were like? And Leonardo. No, I when I was a youngster, I had a uh, my folks got me a uh, Ninja Turtles van. Oh yeah, the that, shop pizza. Dude, did you have that one? Yeah, I was a big Turtles guy. Stop it, dude. Good on... Hey, James, can you get on Amazon and see if they still have that thing? I'm sure you can find it. Bro. It's in in a shed at my parents' house. I can guarantee it. Dude, Dude, we should bring it up. Bring it in. Get your mom... Put it right here. Put it right here. Get your mom on the phone right now because I had so much... I lost the pizzas after the first, like, two weeks of having the thing. Uh Because I shot them off to kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Who who did you guys uh, relate to the most? I don't remember the characters well enough. Uh, Raphael was kind of like the, he was the red one. Right? Yeah, he was the kind of the angry. Like the, yeah, angsty. But angsty, but off. like, yeah, but you know, it, he he pushed the other guys yeah, a, he was, as well. Yeah, he was a hard ass for sure. Yeah, and Donatello was like the wise one, the like settle down. I could never get, I could never remember between the purple and the blue what Moral their compass. names were or what their like qualities were. Donatello, Donatello and Leonardo, blue. yeah. Blue? Donatello? Donatello was purple. Yeah, the nerd. Uh huh. He was the sciencey guy. Yeah, Leonardo, oh, like, Leonardo was the leader. I'm yeah. down with science. I'll be that one. <laughs> I was definitely Michelangelo, who's just the party pizza animal. Guy. Yeah, he's a pizza guy. He doesn't do anything You're for but eat sure pizza that. and just rage. Yeah. Jules, what was the last magazine you opened up and actually read? Um, like cover to cover? No, no, just, just any like article. Tiger um, Beat with Zac Efron on the cover. Yeah, we were talking about Zac Efron last night. <laughs> Handsome Dude, stud. What a he's got his. Have you seen his stomach? 
Yes. It's, it's hard absurd. to miss. <laughs> I, I know. It's so awesome. I'm so happy for that guy. He's the, he's the best, man. He's the best. You can't, you can't, like, you just, there's no talking trash about somebody like him. You just can't. I mean, you can, but you're just basically making fun of yourself by doing right, so. Right, because you're just jealous of those exactly. rock-hard abs. His abs are so good. So tight. There's 19 of them. <laughs> it's amazing. God, dude, I got wow. one. Would you? And it's just my stomach. If 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 me and Steve put together, we've we've got a we've got a COVID piggy bank that mm-hmm. we we throw change in every time we come up here in the studio, and it's amassed like probably upwards of like sixteen dollars now. If we paid for you to get a tattoo, would you get a tattoo of Zac Efron's stomach on your back? Dude, I totally would if I could, but I can't because I'm allergic to ink. No, they got new stuff. It's uh, (laughs) (laughs) that hypoallergenic new new. It's made from soy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, no. Honestly, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, I do love Zac Efron. But to answer your question, uh, I forget what my point was. was, Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I Can you ring the bell every time we say it? No, that's only for expletives. (laughs) No, but but is there another thing we can do? You asked what kind of what magazine I opened up and read last. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm really trying to think. Uh, Steph. Fleck, my roommate in New York, and, and one of my best friends who also made this jacket, uh, she reads New York magazine, and she's, like, always reading through, especially, like, during COVID times. She's been, like, reading the articles and just crying. <laughs> so I was like, I can't read this stuff, man. It seems too heavy. Um, but I've read a couple articles out of that, I guess. I don't really read a lot of magazines. Maxim? God, I love Maxim. Really? I, I used to. I haven't read <laughs> one in a long time. You seem like the kind of guy that would... That would buy a Maxim with Jessica Alba on the cover. I would definitely buy a Maxim with Jessica Alba. I think I did own the Jessica Alba issue if she ever was on that. We I, can fact check that. But. I played a sh- I played a concert once <laughs> at um, the Henry F- Fonda. No, Henry Ford. There's an amphitheater in L.A. Do you know what it's? It's a tiny amphitheater. Steve, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the Ford or the. Fonda. The Fonda? The Fonda. No, not the Fonda's a theater. That's a theater, yeah. Fonda? A f- the, it's like the Ford Amphitheater or something. Anyways, uh, Jessica Alba was backstage. Oh, my God. And I totally crop dusted her, dude. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Got her good, dude. Uh. I was walking right past her, and I was like, this is never going to happen again in my life. And I had one right on the, <laughs> right on the cliff of my b-hole. <laughs> And I just walked right past her and went, Noink. <laughs> kept on walking, dude. Oh, I see she was with some handsome buck. And I was like, Jeez. I looked at him and I was like, you're going to get blamed for this. <laughs> Did she say anything about your music? I didn't talk to her. You just crop dusted. I, she was in the hallway, and what, I was headed to my green room. Let, and I, let me ask you this. Was she as beautiful in person as she would be on television? She was stunning. Do you notice that people that you see, because you've seen a lot of you know, public figures in your life, would you say that uh, most of them are as beautiful as they come off across on, on television? So, like you, I remember you talking, telling me, sorry to cut you off, but I remember you telling me about going on Ellen's show yeah. and then being like, I like, you know, went up and gave her a hug after I performed. And I remember being like, God, she's like great and amazing, but like so weathered. 
And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Like you, you, you kind of mentioned that she like. We're gonna have to cut that out <laughs> of the episode because I never said that. I think you did. I think you no, talked about how like old. No, she Ellen, if you see this, I said nothing but compliments. You said she looked old and weathered, and she and she must be. She works every day of her life. She like you know she has the freaking whole world on her back trying to you give cars to and give fifteen thousand dollars Shutterstock fly checks. Shutter Shut up, fly. Alan. Just answer. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to comment on Ellen because I didn't say anything about her besides the fact that she smelled of uh, elderberries. Now you're just lying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's definitely some celebs that I've met. You know who I met that I won't, I won't uh, shy away from telling you is not as beautiful as you think was Iggy Azalea. I wouldn't think she's very beautiful. What? I don't know really what she looks like. She's, yeah, I don't know what she doesn't she like got here. like big booty? Big, pull her up. Just, Can you pull her up on the old yeah. Gamatron? We currently dude? got She's, the uh, Ninja Turtle truck up. Oh, you found it! Yeah. Show it, it to the audience. It's on eBay. Okay. Come on, show it to my dad. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Shooting pizzas. Shooting pizzas. Oh, I had that too. Yeah, man. Standard oh, issue. I think it was cool. It's on eBay? Yeah, 18 bucks. Is it in the package? Can't afford it. I'm making Jamil buy it right now. <laughs> Jamil, buy it. Right Jamil, have your dad buy it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Have your dad buy it. If you're looking, this is the aforementioned Jamil, awesome. who is producing the show with us today. And he's the guy who we always talk about paying for these two dunces. Yeah. It's the Taco Bell for about a year straight. Oh, it was like three. It was a good solid three years <laughs> yeah. that Jamil bought every time we went out. Jamil is the but, only no, like was, legitimate let's be, let's, success. Let's be real. Jamil came up. dad was paying for what? us, our lives, when we were like 19 to 27. I don't, I, I can't, I can't confirm or deny that. All I know is that Jams is Jams walked into the studio today and he said, I'm the only one of you three fucks that has a job. <laughs> yeah. Four push-ups. It's not it doesn't count if I'm repeating what somebody actually what said. Are you talking about? What? He, yeah. he said the F word. Four push-ups. Get on your feet, dude. I, I'm not gonna do it this time because that was a the, the, Okay. Now you're just I'll, I'll do breaking rules. Would Sorry, to get back to our previous point. Can't remember. Iggy He's, Azalea. Oh yeah, Iggy Azalea. I, I saw her in Las Vegas at a radio convention, and uh, I mean she's a beautiful girl, but she doesn't look as good. She, a mm. lot of makeup, a lot of mm -hmm. lot of mm -hmm. lot of makeup. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think who the most naturally beautiful Jessica Alba, Colin Farrell, Katy Perry. Oh yeah, good God! I know something about that. Gorgeous, so beautiful. Talk about Katy Perry for a minute, Stephen. She is a beautiful girl. Oh, oh, yeah, That's Stephen. not what I mean. Went on some dates. Give oh. her the give the history. Give the history. The H-I-S-T-O-R-Y history. <laughs> Grew up in the same town, both into music. I was in an antique shop with my friend, Jeremy Bladder, and she was in there, and I just was like, yep, that me, talk now, go. <laughs> Asked her to a coffee shop, Muddy Waters. That's where we met. Yeah. Can, can you, can you no tell way. us what year this was? 2001. Wow. This is like right before she got signed. She was Kate Hudson at the time, and she She's, had released a Christian she, record. And she then, still is Kate Hudson. Right. So b before she was Katy Perry, she was Kate Hudson. She released a record, Christian record, and went and, and we went out a few times, hung out as friends. It was awesome. And then uh, she went on like a church tour, and then I didn't hear about her for like three years. And then like at one year at Warp Tour, it was like she was dating that guy. I was like, hey, I know you. What guy? 
the singer of Gym Class Heroes, I think. And then, like, Kiss a Girl came out, and it was just game changer. Wow. Gym Class. Oh, Travi? Yeah. I met Travi. Travi came to the train. Oh, yeah, he came to the train show. Yeah, he yeah, came yeah, out yeah. to train. He's yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah, so, yeah. You got tall. the whole package, He's dude. tall. You got the Katy Perry and Travi experience. Well, you're oh, so God. popular. God bless, you go to God, her. God bless Travi, but James Katy, found it. Katy Perry. What do you find? Uh, unbelievable. Iggy, Iggy really? Babe Town. Super Babe Town. <laughs> Iggy Azales. Yeah, she's... she's. Um, I mean, whatever. Let, let her be. I mean, she's probably a sweet person. She's sure. Australian, so she's got to be tight. There you go. Um, but yeah. just a lot of makeup. Where's a lot of makeup? That's all right. Some people do. Oh, saying Colin Some- Farrell. We met him at your Dave show. Colin Farrell? Yeah, isn't that his name? Uh, the actor? Yeah. Um, you, I didn't meet him. Did oh. you? Well, I, yeah, he was like backstage. So I just stood next to him for about five minutes. Oh, dude. Was he nice? Yeah, he was super nice. What a stud. And like a stud. He's Irish. Yeah. Did yeah. you try to chest bump with him? No. <laughs> he was too busy. Messed up, dude. Um, That's the best thing you can do. Is a ch- good, good, solid chest bump. I love a good, solid chest bump. Yeah, me too. Like I forgot it, what the point of this whole thing was. We were talking about what a magazine, and then it turned into like us judging human beings on attractiveness. I know. It's yeah, awful. that's that's pretty base. We digressed hard. Yeah. Well, you, Julian, asked me. You've met a lot of public figures. Which ones held up? And then proceeded to just tell well, a whole audience <laughs> a story about me dissing. I didn't America's sweetheart. I was Although. Say, yeah. She's in some hot water right now, boys. You've been following it. Who? Ellen. Ellen. She's oh, about yeah. to get super duper canceled. I don't know about that. Bro, I'm telling you, it's going down. I don't want that to happen. Me neither. I love Ellen, dude. Yeah, she's she... in like the celebrity Illuminati, man. Nothing's what, let's, let's, to her. let's 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 what would happen if you got canceled? Oh, what would you off. do? What would you what would your decisions be? What would like, what how would you navigate that? What's if, in, like today they were like Headline news was that Alan Stone got canceled. What's funny about the whole cancel world is that Takashi 69 he's Puerto Rican. He says the N-word all the time. Mm-hmm. He went to jail and, like, ratted out 10, well, at least 10 people in the Crips. Number one artist on Billboard right now. Like, can't get canceled, right? Because he's so absurd. He's actively, like, I don't know if he's done it intentionally, but he's such a contrarian and such a crazy person he's that just nobody, the cops on himself. nobody can cancel him. But a, yeah. America's sweetheart, Ellen DeGeneres, gets canceled because some employee of hers, like, just took somebody's croissant at the craft services. or I don't even know what the allegations are. I haven't read into it, but... She's she, for, of all the good that she's done to America and brought to American citizens, she's getting, she's potentially going to get thrown thrown under the bus. Yeah, that's that sucks. Do you think it has to do with the fact that we're all in quarantine and she's like not on her show and able to defend herself? No, right now, I think she... that the I think that Los Angeles is literally eating itself. Ugh. They're just like it's just like, oh, like, like you, the, the the bar is always changing for like how progressive you can be, right? So it's like first it's you whatever. It's just constantly changing. And now it's like for something that's not even nearby illegal, your whole life is canceled. You're completely uprooted and and thrown to the wolves. So let me ask you again. If what? I got canceled, I, well first of all, I'm not 
It doesn't matter. That's just like hypothetically. Hypothetically, if I got canceled, I because it could happen. Like you could totally. still. You're, I mean, you're this not, not, literally you're not, you're not Ellen DeGeneres, but you are still have a platform. And um, <clears throat> if I got canceled, I would first thing I would do shave my head because I because hate, you want to. Oh God, I hate long hair. Just do it then, anyways. No, dude, because all the babes want to do it. <laughs> no, they no, don't. They don't. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's some. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, back up, bro. What? Jessica Alba crop dusted you. Yeah. Wait, 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 what? Maybe that's the name of our podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> that's actually great. Will you look that up and see if there's a podcast I called what Wait, My What? My point was is better. Uh, <laughs> it's certainly more accurate. Yeah. It is super. What were we talking about? Exactly. I forgot what my point was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I got canceled, you got canceled. If, if You're I just got, trying to divert from your no, if topic. I got canceled, first thing I would do, cut all my hair off, no R- problem. Really? Mm-hmm. Like why? Cut all my hair off and get LASIK, and then I could just come back as a different person and not be canceled anymore. Like is I that, still is have that, all that, the passwords that, to my social a, media accounts. I just that a, is, that a, is, that a, is that a is that a real thing? Would you do that? Hell yeah! How would you feel? Sad. Well, it depends on what I got canceled for. What do you th- what do you think what what are the things that would get what, you canceled? Me? Yeah. Like the things that would get me canceled probably well, probably saying something stupid on a podcast that I started with my two idiot friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm I'm thinking that's probably going to be the case. That Danger would be zone. the first one or like <laughs> or um I think that's probably it. Uh, well, one time, one time I peed on a carny. <laughs> what? Yeah, at one a time carnival. You peed on your employees oh, on the bus. Peed at a carnival. Oh yeah. Also, I peed on my tour manager. <laughs> I peed on my best friend's dad. Yes, I remember that. What a savage, dude! <laughs> you didn't even apologize, and you he made him clean it up. He was pumped. He like, like bonded us for life. He's so thrilled about it. It's like his favorite story to tell people. Well, good on you, dude. Shout out to Matt Fleck, dude. Shout out to Matt Fleck. Thanks, Matt, for letting me pee on your back. Takashi 6ix9ine, dude, you just cultivated the ability to pee on someone. They're (laughs) like, it's just Julian. Yeah, no, just don't worry about it, man. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, that's a a sad moment in my time. uh, Julian, your your star is rising. How so? (laughs) (laughs) You're on a podcast with your two idiots. Oh, yeah, dude, this is amazing. I'm crushing it. Um... If you were canceled, what do you think it would you would be canceled for? Um, Sexual allegations, right? For show. Uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if I think about my history. Get the mic up closer to you. I can hear myself, but I don't know this what I'm doing. It's a big echo. Um, yeah. When I think about my history with, you know, like girls and, and people that I have been with over the, over the years. Like, You've I, been with people besides girls? I've just been with girls. Okay. But in in thinking and considering all of the like relationships that I had and all of the you know experiences that I had with these these girls, I, I I've always been a respectful guy and like a nice, kind, caring, compassionate person. But I've also been so wasted that I've yeah. like woke up the next day being like, was I nice to you? Like yeah. did we do? I don't know what we did, and I hope that everything was okay. And for the most part, or not even for the most part. Always, it's been like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's great. Well, you're good. I mean, it was awful, but like, you're good. You can go home now. <laughs> so and I would, but like, I imagine if if I hit a level of fame that like 
uh, well, buckle subjected up, buddy. me. Yeah, I know. I'm getting ready, dude. I've got my seatbelt <laughs> fastened, and I'm ready for fame. Uh, if, I, if I hit that level, um, you know, I, I imagine that would be the reason that I would have be yeah. subject to that type of thing. You know, it would be like somebody comes out and like Julian was awful to me, and and maybe I was. I, I hope I wasn't, but like I always wonder sometimes, like was I a bully in high school? Like I was kind mm. of like a, a popular kid. I liked everybody, or I so I thought, and I was kind of got along and like had a really easy time going through high school. So I'm always kind of just like, if I go to my 20 year reunion in four, six five months, years, yeah, next <laughs> tomorrow. Um, and and I see some kids that'll be like, "Hey, how's it going, dude?" And they'll be like, "Oh man, like, I, what a jerk you used to be." And I'd be I'd be so bummed because yeah. I just genuinely don't know. I hope that wasn't the case, and I don't think I was. I mean, Jamil was with me. Jamil went to high school with me, and we grew up since we were two years old. But I don't know. I, I just sometimes I get in my head about like if I was awful to certain. Jamil was Julian ever a, was Julian ever a jerk? <laughs> no, hes- no hesitation uh, to bring yeah. it back to uh, your earlier part for the most part do you remember saying that yeah and then you were like no just well, yeah i was like i was trying to save myself right you tried to save yourself so is the correct uh phrasing on that steve if you could fact check me on this instead of you know for the most part is it just for the part for the most part no no, no. but if you if you if it's not for the most part it's just all the time it's just Right, for the most part, is like most of the time. Sure. Right, mm-hmm. but if it's all the time, is it for the part? I think it's just all the time. Yeah, it's just a different term. You guys, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Push-ups. Four, you Damn owe it. us eight. <laughs> My mom's gonna. I was be like, you're the so one. You're the one who down. came in hot, throwing <laughs> literally, four, yeah, four I, checks about f bombs, just screaming at us. Not I'm to the drop only one who said them. Your mom is gonna be so peeved, dude. Um, My mom knows I say the f word. I know, but she doesn't like it. No, she doesn't. My, my, nobody likes it that we swear. We don't like that we swear. I we do. I love a you good know. swear word, dude. I love it. And, and I'm not sure if this is, uh, if this happens to you guys, but when I'm meeting somebody for the first time and I want to like know if our friendship is going to take the next step, uh-huh. I drop the bomb. And oh, I really? and, and if they're they... uncomfortable with the bomb, then I'm like, this ain't happening. How do you? Let's play it. Let's 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 role play it. Okay. No, not on a phone call. Like, oh, I'm sorry. talking about like a cool person that you meet like after a show. It's just like I don't meet any cool people at shows. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> oh man, just everybody kidding, that came to cool. your show. No, we're not <laughs> editing that out. Everybody's pissed at you. You're canceled. Oh man, well you just did it to yourself. Do you got any clippers, Steve? Well, this was fun. I don't think that you don't like anybody that comes to your show. You just have a different relationship with them because they're I'm so hyped. Completely no, kidding you. I love don't try everybody. To backtrack. No, he goes. He goes up to them and he goes, "I'm fucking Al. How are you?" And then they're friends. You're yep. fucking Al. He's what he says. No, no, no. But seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. When I meet a, a new person that I think potentially there's a budding friendship that's going to happen, I will intermittently drop bombs because uh, if I sense some sort of uncomfort with the bomb, public, there's, I'm not. There's no getting around that. You know, that's really funny because when I met you, you told me that I swore too much and that yeah. you were uncomfortable with my swearing. Yeah, and then we, and then we didn't and then become friends. I you ruined corrupted him. you. Yeah. <laughs> and now you just swear like a yin-yang. I'm pretty sure, actually, when I was in high school, my, friend, my, my best buds like, tried to make me say the F word. Mm-hmm. They're like, just say it. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not going to say it. 
say it, and I would, and I couldn't, like physically, couldn't say it. It would. It, the only thing that would come out was frick. <laughs> Did you guys ever go through that phase where you're dropping the frick bombs? No, nope. never. Went straight nope. in. You went nope. straight in. You dove off right the away. into the deep end. Yeah, I didn't have any rules, dude. I, I would say like, darn frick. <laughs> no, <laughs> so nope. corny. Cheese and rice. I didn't really curse too much when I was a kid. My parents just don't talk that way. They just don't really use those words, so I just didn't hear them too much until I got older and then had friends that ruined me. Yeah, I was that guy for most of my friends. The, yeah, you, you, well, you use the F word as like an in-between word. I know. Like if you're thinking about something, you're yeah. like, you're like effing, you know, then I went yeah. down and effing. It's awful. This girl was like, for the most part, and I was like effing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, I still do it, and it's awful. I don't think I don't think I've swore at all. Not you're, on this. You're no. the one that was like, "You need to watch your I mouth." I know. I was convinced that you were going to be popping F. You owe us thirty-seven like, push-ups. It's true. Bro. I came in throwing haymakers, being like, yeah. "Don't cuss. Yeah. Watch the F bombs." Alan also told me not to <laughs> chest bump K logs when I was at the frickin' show that he was playing with. And guess what I did? Chest bump K logs, no, and he didn't. was pumped. K logs is Kenny Loggins. is K logs for everyone that yeah. doesn't know. You did not chest bump K logs, dude. If there's anybody who has ever told me to put the mustard on the sandwich, <laughs> it's you. And now you're pulling my mustard off my sandwich, Sorry, and it yeah. tastes bland. Okay. It's only, we were at dude. we were at Radio City. Jeez. Mu- no wait. Where were we at? It wasn't Radio City Music uh, Hall. It, it was, was at uh, the Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Do, and I was uh, doing a benefit show. Not a benefit show. A tribute show to Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Loggins was there. Your favorite singer-songwriter I of all time. I just love Danny's song. Honestly, don't know that much Kenny Loggins' music. Well, we've been ripping popular. it this morning. I know. It's been great. But those are all like the popular populars. I don't know his like catalog. Regardless, I just love Danny's song. You don't know my Kayla. catalog. You're my best friend. I know Last to Speak catalog. Name two songs off there. Uh, Quit Calling and uh, 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 Shelter. All right. That, those are the only two you know. Oh, yeah. I've, been, I've been taking dirt naps off Monan. Remember that one? Yes. My favorite thing is when Jamil Saeed uh, remixes my tunes. Yeah, I've been taking dirt naps. I've been taking dirt naps. <laughs> what, was the real, what were the lyric, real lyrics? I've been taking pee picks all looking, morning. <laughs> I've been looking for you yeah. all morning. I've been trying to pick you all day. I've been trying to get you, my daddy. I've been trying to muck you in my face. I'm trying to get you my daddy. Everybody wants you. Everybody. Yeah, that was a good song, man. It's called Running Game. Red Rover, Red Rover. Send your love right over. I, uh, I forgot what my point was. I didn't even. I don't even know if we had a point. Well, we were going somewhere. Oh, so we're so we're at Carnegie Hall, right? Oh, yeah. Steve, get this. <laughs> Strap in. Um, we're going to Mars. Julian goes, Alan. We're backstage. <laughs> he leans over to me and he goes, Alan. Do you think Kenny Loggins will give me a piggyback ride? <laughs> <laughs> like, I lost it. I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> And I said, Julian, I swear to God, if you ask Kenny Loggins for a piggyback ride, I will get a tattoo of Zac Efron's abs on my back. That made me want to do it that much more. You don't. You don't want you. I think you get. Uh, 
I've been so hammered at some of your shows and I've made such a fool of myself that I think I've like scarred you for life where you're just like, dude, don't make me look like an idiot. And I think you have that. I think you have like uh, trauma from me with you. So you were always kind of expecting me to make you look bad or like I'm going to swear. I'm going to make myself look bad. Something's going to happen. Yeah. But Dude, check me out. I haven't swore at all. I chest bumped with K-Logs, got a <laughs> piggyback ride on the way back to the bus, and my life is awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, your star is rising. I, I yeah, I know. And I'm and I'm and I'm shooting first K-Logs, it. first K-Logs, next Emil Hirsch. Ooh, dude, I love Emil Hirsch. I know you have a favorite more you have a morbid actor. obsession with Emil Hirsch. No morbid. We were flipping through the old Fire TV. Shout out to Fire TV. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, no big deal. Gross. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> and Julian actually made me search Emil Hirsch. He's great. Not I love not that a movie. Not like a title. Not like a title of one of his movies. Just his name. And uh, and, and I didn't do it. Well, don't you think it's better to look for a movie that has an actor in it or look for a movie that has a specific director or a producer or a writer rather than just being like, hey, dude, what do you want to watch tonight? Oh, I totally Go agree through Netflix. You. No, wait. Go through Amazon. Actually, Hulu's better. Okay, we actually... Okay, you know first what? of all, back Voodoo. up. Voodoo. Well, I don't up. even know what the platforms are anymore. Hulu sucks. I don't know. I watched something. I on hate that. They're showing commercials. Oh, that, you can get that without commercials. No, I pay sixty because I got the TV package with Hulu. You know, that's how I get my digital cable. <laughs> oh, so you can like stream. So I can, TV? yeah, like I can go to ESPN. No big deal. ESPN. No big deal. Shout out to uh, ESPN. No big deal. ESPN Española. Do you watch that one? So what Sometimes. you're saying is you're upset at a platform <clears throat> that you pay an exorbitant amount of money to have and it's their fault? No. That's, that's not what said. I'm saying. I'm saying I pay an absorbent amount of money to not have commercials and they still have commercials. Yeah, but you know that though. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you're also like supporting like the little actors like me who are going to be in those commercials. Yeah. So like, you know, give it up for those guys. They're doing work. You've never been, you've been in a commercial. I've been in a couple commercials, dude. What were they? Uh, I was in a taco time commercial back in the day. And okay, back up, a, back up again, because we are driving here to the studio. I know. I don't and, uh, eat it. We drive right me. past the taco time, and I go, when was the last Jules, time? verbatim, when's the last time you ate taco time? And what did I say? You said I've never had taco time. No, I didn't. <laughs> Steve. I wasn't there. I he swear to God. Steve. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I, I have it recorded on my dash cam. I'll go I'll download it. I was it. just like a guy eating in, at a table. Like It was in the very, very, very beginning of, of me trying to act while I still lived in Seattle prior to moving to New York. And it was a taco time, not a taco bell? It was bell. a taco time commercial. Um, then I did a... What was the craft services? Was it only taco time or did they have... No, like, they didn't have any taco time. It was... Uh, didn't have any taco remember. time at remember. the taco time Dude, I was so thrilled that there was just food on set. Like craft yeah. service. When you when you go onto a set and you realize that they just have tables filled with snacks and Have you ever had yogurt Cheeto parfait? Puffs. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's great. Granola and blueberry mixtures down at the bottom. Oh, no, that's not what I'm thinking of. What's the, like, Jello stuff with... with, with um, Pudding? Cream. It's got, like, cream like, on the Jello. 
Oh, that's it's weird. Like, tapioca. It's not. It's not tapioca. I know what you're like, talking about. I don't know. It's like literally like red jiggly jello, and like then they the, cut it up and they put like it's like whipped cream or something. Anybody? 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 Moving on. It's, it's like jello with Cool Whip. No, I don't right, like yeah, but it's called something. It's not called parfait. It's, it's called. It's called Jello salad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what? Okay, this one shooting right, over, shooting over to the cockpit to Mr. Steve, uh, Stephen J. Libby. Yeah. Um, what constitutes a salad, and what constitutes a casserole? Uh, casserole is heated up. But you can get a hot salad. No, you can't. You can get hot stuff on top of a salad. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're totally different. They're not. That's not even like you know the answer to that. I don't know What's the answer. Called? Really? Creamy yeah, because lime, you can cream, get creamy lime jello salad. <clears throat> creamy lime. No, it's jello. that's it's, it's right there. I'm looking at it. Well, we, can, what they, we don't have a monitor they, in well, the studio. It's so what they bring over it. to the Griswolds. Look, all I wanted to say from Thank the you, point Daniel. that I was making <laughs> was that some of those commercials on Hulu are kind of good, and I get it. Commercials suck. Nobody wants to watch them. Mm-hmm. But, Hate them. You know, you're supporting young actors like myself who are doing those commercials. And sometimes they're kind of funny and, you know, just try to appreciate them because you can't get past them. So just, you know, you can get try to. Them, ap- you just have to pay more money. Oh, you got to pay right. more money. Like $60 a month is no, not enough money. It's, it's included in your cable package. You need to buy the service separately. It's like 10 bucks a month. Damn, dude. I did. I do buy. I pay that. I pay no, for that too. You only pay like seven bucks a month, dude. You got to pay like a little bit more to get the. Oh. Yeah, because I don't have commercials. Jam Lyles coming in from. Dude, Jam's has coming a job. in from the left the field. Adult, we know. He's the only adult we really do know. It's <laughs> so true. God, Jam. Jam's, will you braid my hair after this episode? <laughs> That's not a. I'll make you one of these Jello molds. How about that? Sick. <laughs> nice. You should just shave your head. I feel like I'm looking down. And is that happening, no. Steve? No. You, you can you see my good. eyes? Yeah, it was nice actually with your microphone a little bit. Like this? More so? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of echoey, but it's good. How about that? And then it's Julian's, it's kind of in Julian's face a little bit too much too, but. Yeah, it's yeah. better if you don't block your face. All right, cool. You have nice cool. faces, boys. Oh, Steven. We're going to buy you Red Robin later. Oh, yeah, I told them. <laughs> oh, dips. Yeah, we were talking about that tonight. We screwed the chicken burgs. I, yeah. uh, what did I have? The Red so Robin cool. Burger with the egg on it? That's what I go with, dude. Are you guys going to get a milkshake with a double extra tin of milkshake to go with the milkshake that you get? Um, so I just did this thing the other day called Viome. What is it? Oh, my God. Did I tell you about this, Steve? No. Okay, so I did this. Taz, so our friend, well, your brother. Your brother came over last week, uh-huh. <clears throat> brought this really lovely girl named Ann. She told Taz about this thing. Uh, essentially, you take a stool sample and you send it into this company. They oh, examine yeah. it and they go, these are the things that you need to stay away from. And mm-hmm. first and foremost, have you ever taken your own stool sample before? Not once. No. Let me tell you how many terrible dreams you're going to have after that. You, they have this like piece of paper that you put over the bowl so that, like, you know, you know that old trick where you put saran wrap over the bowl and you put the seat down so people poop on themselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I, I, now I do. So you do this to yourself intentionally so that you can take this little <laughs> scooper and get some of your poo, put it in this vial, and ship it off to this company, and they're going to tell me what I can't eat. And I'm pretty positive that milk is going to, like, dairy is one of those things that's not, no, no for well, AA. Well, yeah. well let's, let's, let's unpack that for a second. Why would you be doing that to begin with? Because 
you wanted to go to McDonald's earlier. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. And you were like, no, it's not. It's great. It's delicious. I'm going to get a number nine with two cheeseburgers and a fry. And you were like, you were giving me shit for not wanting to go to McDonald's. You, you can say shit. Shit's not a swear word. Um, I think it is. I, I, think I, it is I, too. I indulge. I indulge in some dons every so often, meaning probably once a month, every other month, on a leap year. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, sp- specifically well, after like I guess s- starting I, to be in this sp- space, the only restaurant in the town that this is close to, uh, excuse me, is a uh, Don's. That's absolutely not true. If you rip through that thing about you, you rip through that thing about nine in the morning, you get yourself an egg McMuffin. Come on, son. No. No. What do you? Don's has a good breakfast. Back me up on this, Steve. McDonald's has a good breakfast. That's two against you. I. What do you think, James? Fuck no. Hell what? No. Exactly. <laughs> two against two. Jamil. And you're the one taking stool samples to figure out what your <laughs> belly is doing. So, like, I think I'm. I mean, the one honestly, that's on my track. wife kind of like forced me to. She went online. Well, it's probably a good it's thing. It's a good thing. So, yeah, this this resets your like gut flora, right? That's the point. It tells you what to avoid for a couple months, and then basically it's like two months to six months, and you reset your gut fauna or flora or whatever it's called, hmm. to where your body can eventually uh, absorb it again or at least test it out. Yeah, I had. Which I, I think, think it's a had, good thing. I mean, I'm, I am interested in doing that myself. Felicity. Let's do it. It's yeah, called Felicity's Jams. His wife is doing that right now. Yeah, it's called Viome. I uh, I had a lot of antibiotics. I've I've gone through a lot of antibiotics, and apparently that really messes up your gut. Like in your life, you've gone through a lot of antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially start since since being an adult, I Why? pretty much take a round of antibiotics every tour. What would you be? From being sick prior and getting no, them? from from being sick on the road and being like I gotta not be sick, right? And, and so antibiotics mess with <clears throat> your system. That's what I've heard, right? Is that yeah, I've, heard, I've heard that too? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I I usually will go through a Z pack on the road. I mean, pretty yeah. much every yeah. time I'm on the road. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your diet then. Well, the thing is with the well, no, it does. I mean, I'm sure there's food. I'm definitely sensitive to dairy, mm-hmm. but I love dairy. You dude, you used to drink. A gallon of milk every single night when we lived together. Like yeah. growing up, you just would, and it was like thick milk. Yeah, like whole just, milk, yeah, bro. Yeah, whole milk. <laughs> thick milk. I mean, because well, I just say that because I grew up on skim. My mom used to buy skim milk, so like that was what I had. I didn't. I just ate like I didn't know the difference really. It's so just when I, water. So when it's I just colored living, water, yeah, cloudy water. Your mother well, was the, a jerk, right? I know. Well, I just <laughs> like, well, sorry, I mean, Peggy. Yeah, yeah, it was honestly like I still drink it now. If I'm gonna, I don't. Drink milk. Skim? That's disgusting. I just, yeah, I'll get like Aye. no more than 1%. I don't know how. But uh, Bro, you, you used to just, ch- like, you used to like, wake up at four o'clock in the morning and be like, I need something to drink. And you'd pour yourself a, like a liter of milk and just slam it. Big cups, dude. We, like, had these big old, we had these big old blue cups that we got from, uh, from, from I think it was Walmart. You remember them things yeah, we had in our uh-huh. apartment? Bro, big like this tall, no joke, and this big around, and we would fill them with Carlo Rossi yeah, and see who could drink them the fastest. Yeah, and then you'd go through, they would be like sitting on the table, and there would be like an inch of Carlo Rossi still in from the night before. And you just dump milk in it and drug that at the end of the night. It's so gross, man. Yeah, it was. But, but that but, probably but, messed up my belly too. I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time drinking so much Carlo Rossi that I puked up bile in the morning. Oh yeah, it like was literal glow in the dark, 
Ghostbusters gack looking well, we stuff. What was so crazy was that we would just get a whole because they came in gallons. Yeah, like they come in the they're and they're like nine ninety nine, and you just take them and we they're so heavy that you actually have to like hold it across you and we'd like drink them like yeah over the, the shoulder over the shoulder and we'd go through the whole thing. Each one of us would have our own. And that's so much alcohol, man, and so much sugar. And like, we like the chapped lips. Chablis. Chablis. We called it chapped lips because we didn't know how to be cultured. That was the only one I could stomach. But I can't have white wine anymore. No. No. It the, just the smell of it makes me. <laughs> Do you like drinking? I enjoy drinking. Uh huh. Yep. But I shouldn't do it as much. I. It makes me anxious when I do it. Yeah. What do you know? What's that? What is the anxious feeling that you get? Because today we were on a run and you were having like a, like a little bit of an anxiety moment, and I yeah. didn't know what that felt like. I wanted to know, and you wouldn't really like. What I think it is is that my body, is, hungover, and, my mind naturally takes a feeling and, places it on, like my body's just feeling, shitty. Mm-hmm. And I think my mind place, sorry, places, <laughs> I think my mind displaces that uncomfort. Instead of going, instead of my mind going, oh, God, I feel hungover, my mind goes, I'm about to get hit by a car and I'm pushing my son. I, I, when we were running, I was like so convinced that some turd was going to swerve and hit me and Rudy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm having a panic attack. But I can talk myself down from the ledge because I'm enlightened. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Hey, he's done a TED talk. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah, man. You got you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah, well, you need to take a good look at yourself. <laughs> W-E-Y self. Yeah, I was just interested because it was uh, it was fascinating. W-E-Y. <laughs> you way. <laughs> you, yeah, you were, you were self, you were self. Well, yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta start with the Carlo Rossi and get yourself to the edge of the limits, and then fall down hard and get and get yourself back up again, and realize that I don't know what my point was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was say, the, the, the trendy shit, one, son, you should write a book. <laughs> the trendy one for me at that age was uh, the Mad Dog 2020s. Oh, I don't even think, Alan, were you even around for that? Were you even drinking at that point in your life? I didn't start drinking until I, I think the first time I ever drank was in Spokane. I had graduated high school. I was in, uh, I think I was going to Spokane Falls Community College. Shout out Spokane Falls, the Bigfoots. That's their mascot. That's a you know what a mascot is. <laughs> I was one once, <laughs> and, um, and uh, I got lit at my buddy AJ's uh, house, his apartment, on Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> and I, rem- I remember, Those are delicious. I remember stripping down to my underwear and running down the hallway. Uh, I think I was yodeling. that's pretty on brand for you yeah and um and then i woke up the next morning and i was like i was sick let's do them let's do more of that that was fun how how old were you again i think i was probably 20 Mm -hmm. um so that was illegal Hmm. and you weren't about that uh i wasn't about that 
being illegal, doing illegal stuff mm -hmm. at the time. And also, you know, I was like very, I was, uh, I was uh, raised with different standards than you were raised with, Julian. Totally. And so that was very off-putting to get to get drunk on alcohol. Mm -hmm. and but I, you, but you loved it. I loved it. Did, I, had did a, you? I had a blast. I had a so I such got a drunk on alcohol. Yeah. I had a, such a good time. I was like, "What is all this fuss about?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's a blast. It was a blast. But then, uh, but yeah, yeah. So. Continue with your question. <laughs> I forgot what my point was. No, I was just like interested in your relationship with alcohol, and it was just like when it, when how how it, uh, like because you fat you you started like much later than than I did, and mm -hmm. now you still have kind of like this interesting relationship with it, whereas <clears throat> I like can't have it at all because I just like don't know how to. I do, but I just don't choose to. So yeah, it's, just, you, it's interesting. You don't choose to anymore. No, I. Uh, I definitely get anxious. Like, my best version of myself is when I'm not drinking. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know that going into drinking. Yep. <laughs> but it's just like... You know what it is? It, 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 you know what it is? Is that... Is that <clears throat> I think... Um, I think that I really... When I started drinking was when I found, like, my best friends. Mm -hmm. And I'd, I'd never had... Uh, friends like that growing up like I had buddies growing up but I never had like a gang yeah. like a like a bunch of guys that were like brothers and I met that crew of people right at the same time where I started drinking and so there's <clears throat> there's like this camaraderie thing with drinking for me um that I really love and when I'm not drinking I miss it mm -hmm. meaning like at 5 p.m. after I got all my, did all my duties, I'm going to pour a cold one, and I'm going to pour my friend a cold one, and we're going to go chips and salsa yep. and drink it up. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, uh, and also, I love, I love getting lit, too, a little mm -hmm. bit. I like that. But, excuse me. Um, but, yeah, my best, the best version of myself, for sure, without question, is when I'm, when I'm off the sauce. And I've been off... I've done it twice now. So the beginning of this year, I was off the sauce from January to March. And then prior to that, I was off for like six or seven months before my wedding. Mm -hmm. And those were the two, that's when I felt the best. Mm -hmm. And my anxiety yeah. goes away. I'm, I'm kinder. I'm patient. I'm more patient. Yeah. Um, but God, it was boring. Yeah, that's what you said. You know, what's crazy, though, is for both you and Steve, is that I don't think I know people. And I used to consider myself, you know, uh, uh, a fish when it came to drinking. Like, I, could, I felt like I could kind of drink forever. And yeah. I would obviously be drunk and noticeably drunk, but I, like, wouldn't stop. You got to get closer to that mic, player. I wouldn't go to bed. I wouldn't, like, fall asleep. I wouldn't pass. Maybe sometimes I would, I'm sure. But you two... Like, and it was crazy too, because like you just started drinking and then all of a sudden you were like going on tours and you were hanging out, like just chugging booze. And it was like, this is amazing. You like, and you didn't seem to be any different, always straight laced, like perp, like I'm good. I'm hanging out. I'm talking. I'm charming crowds of people. This is awesome. I'm I've never been on party. stage drunk. I know you've never been on stage drunk, but like after shows, you've been able to just like handle yourself. And I was like, God, man, how does he, how does he drink that much? And then go back the next day and do it again. Steve at the same time, 
I've never seen a man actually take as much alcohol in one sitting as I poured him as a bartender one time in my life. Steve, you remember that period of time when you drank all the blue drinks? Yeah, the blue dose. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, dude. That dude. was in New York. Yeah, yeah, you guys came in, and I bartended for you, and I gave you nine was that pint a t- glasses. Was that at a TGI Fridays? No, it was. I was working at this bar called Latitude. Remember? It was like all like the levels up. That's such a stupid name. It was such a stupid bar. I got fired from that bar because I got so drunk at a holiday party and ripped my shirt off in front of a group of Asian men who were like having this like holiday party for their for their thing. It was so only it wasn't like, even your holiday party. No, I was bartending for it. And there was like we were. I was like up in the very top deck of the place, yeah. and it was like a pretty small like private room. And there was like twenty Asian men yeah. that were having like some. Some you, type of holiday party for their company. Do you remember their names? Joe Sedaya <laughs> and Lance. No, I don't remember their names. Uh, and I don't remember anything, really, besides the fact that I like got out on the couch, ripped my shirt off, and was like thrown around my head, and then passed out, and remember being carried down the stairs by the bouncer, by the bouncer and the owner of the bar. And I was just like screaming at him, and oh, man, I had a girlfriend at the time who just hated me. The bouncer had to, she had to pay the bouncer to get in a cab to take me home and then pay for him to come back to work. And she didn't have any money. It was awful, man. It was horrible. But that was the bar that Steve came to. Talk about, yeah. you. Talk about what you, what happened the next day when you went back. Yeah. What happened? What did the, happen the next day when I went back? You went back to work the next day. Happened. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Were you with me, James? No. I went back to that place because <laughs> I was, I think I had a shift and I was just like, and I had no recollection of what I had done. Right. And so I was just like, like all chipper and like ready for my shift, ready to go. And the owner is just like sitting there shaking his head at me like, dude, like you are not ever welcome back here again. <laughs> like, don't show your face oh, ever. Oh, like, man. You're, you're fired if you didn't get that. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I, and then I had the, the, oh, the audacity, I had the audacity to be like, Come on, man. Like, <laughs> we can work this out. He was like, no. Dude, I used to say that all the time. I've been fired from so many bar jobs. And I always remember just being like, come, come on. Come on, man. Come on. They're like, you're fired, Julian. It's like, we can, this is going to be okay. We can, come on. Come on. Come on. Come and they're on. Like, Dude, I, remember, I remember coming into uh, jams. You were present for this. Um, we were in New York. I was. I had a show. I'm not sure where the show was at, but coming into a bar and jams and fell and these these are for the, anybody listening. These are some of our best friends. Um, are sitting around a table with I forget who else was there. Uh, and I and where's where's Julian? <laughs> right. You guys came to visit Julian and to see, I think to see the show too. You kind of we had sort of. Uh, plan that accordingly but where's you know julian should be here where is he i kind of turn to the left julian's up at the bar and it kind of hunched over a little bit and i come up to julian and he turns good uh, verbatim i go good god what happened to your face big old goose knuckle right on the side of your dome and jameel (laughs) goes he tried to freestyle with some guy on the subway and got knocked out. <laughs> oh, man. I go, I go, uh, I go, oh, my God. Get, 
I wave the bartender over. Can we get a bag of ice for my friend here? He's like, I think he's concussed. And so she, bless her heart, she gets a nice bag of ice and gives it to Julian. Julian takes it and puts the ice on the opposite side of his head. <laughs> I remember that side was the one that hurt, which was what was weird. But I also didn't know what I was doing. I'm wondering if you got punched on this side of your head, but then fell to the ground no, and it was hit def- this like, side. Where the goose knuckle was was where I was obviously punched. Yeah. Right? I don't know, man. That was so crazy. I always used to feel like I could kind of just do anything I wanted to do. Yeah. And, to, and like, you... Ca- with no it's, repercussion. When you live that, with that kind of, like, energy... Yep. Eventually, you're going to get knocked out yep. and, like, thrown down on the ground. And I just, I literally lived my life that way until I did. Yeah, I was always very, I was baffled at how uh, little you did get knocked out. For sure. Like, when you were, when you were, when you were boozing, which you don't drink anymore, thank God, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I <laughs> remember, like, I would remember going out with you and then, like... You would start revving that engine, yeah, and I'd be like, "I gotta uh, get. Out. I don't want to. I want to get out of here yeah. because you're gonna go and you're a very social person. Period. Mm-hmm. But when you were drinking, you thought everybody was your friend. Yeah, and That's at the bar, and nobody was. <laughs> nobody would. Can you throw it up on the old uh, yeah. digi screen and show the people, Julian? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! Yeah, um, you know the, the the most ironic thing about all of it is that it was never about the booze for me as much as it was about like getting the day. attention that that's I wanted to get from the people that yeah. I was like well, trying, like expecting myself to try and like befriend. So I thought that I needed to get that drunk in order to like make everybody like me and have be like the guy that everybody thought was like the wildest guy in the room, right? And <clears throat> The, the 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 awful part about it is that a lot of people would kind of perpetuate that because they'd be like, "You're crazy. We love this. You're making us look good. Rip your being, shirt off." Yeah, you yeah. know, they were they're just like everybody wants to have an idiot friend around them to make themselves feel good and you know look better. That's why you're on this podcast. Yeah, I know no, that just, is not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Redacted. Don't talk to me about what makes me sad, Ellen. <laughs> continue on that train of thought. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's just interesting because I I realized that it again it was never about the actual substance of alcohol that I was that I had an addiction to as much as it was to like uh, giving these people an impression of me that I wanted them to have, which. Like you're saying, to your point, it was like I I wound up getting knocked out, and I just didn't realize because I would get so drunk that I wouldn't have any I wouldn't have any say over what I was doing anymore. I was just going full steam ahead and just being as as wild as I could, and I wouldn't have any remem- I wouldn't have any memory of any of these things. And it honestly took getting knocked out to kind of you know put some sense into me. I remember one time we were in our living room at the Nickel Creek Apartments, and we had uh, both polished off a good half tank of chap lips, and you put me in between your legs like this, my abdomen, and then you squeezed, and your your legs are absurdly strong. Yeah. 
I thought I was going to die. I was seeing stars. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't think you were going to let go. And so I bit you. Mm. I think I remember that a little bit. And, uh, and it worked. Yeah. So anybody you know, listening to this podcast, if you get in, <laughs> stuck in between a life or death situation in between Julian's kneecaps. My thighs, my thunder thighs. Thunder quads over yeah. here. <laughs> that's the name. Of, that's, your, that's your DJ name, Thunder Quads. Thunder Quad, DJ Thunder Quads. Um, <clears throat> so about baseball. <laughs> I don't know anything about it besides watching the Sandlot. Yeah. Dude, PF Flyers. You have some. I do. I have a couple pairs, but you look like you are wearing the Benny the Jet PF Flyers. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve, who was your favorite character in the Sandlot? Squince Paladino. Yeah, Squince was tight. I liked, uh, I liked Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Paladino or Paladoris? Paladoris. Squince Paladoris. Squince Paladoris. I like Paladino better. Who am I? Check, <laughs> check me, check me. Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> Oiling. Squints. Lotioning. Was I squints? You were squints. You Oiling. got it. Lotioning. <laughs> you get a free empty Runa. <laughs> I wonder what Wendy Peppercorn's doing nowadays. Probably got a mess of kids. Um, if she's still living in L.A., she is on several, <laughs> several antidepressants. Uh, Come on, man. Oh, without question. No, Why? Dude. Why? 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 What's, what is because she was massive babe town back yeah. for one movie and then never had another part in a movie. I'm sorry. Listen, Wendy Peppercorn. If for some random reason you happen to see this, I love you, baby. I got nothing I against you. you okay? I love you, baby. <laughs> um, but I'm just, you know, I'm spitballing. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she's doing just fine. Uh, she's not a. Get... If, if, you can look this up too and put it on the old Teletron. Not a strong swimmer. They actually, <laughs> they actually had to get a body double. <laughs> I swear to God, it says in the. In, I watched the. Uh, Behind the making. Behind the scenes. Behind the making. Uh, they had to get somebody else to swim. They just needed to do her, her stunt. So to do her to do her swimming stunt. Interesting. Mar Marley Shelton. Is her name? Nancy? How old is she now? She is forty-six. So show me a pic. Pic. I'd love to see she's Wendy looking Peppercorn. Good. Is she? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, of course. Ah! You know, you know who's she's really killing beautiful. It. Way to go, I Wendy. I don't mean to like stay on this whole topic but i don't i don't uh, really i don't I really enjoy having to continue to tell you that you need to be near the mic i'm near it dude okay there we go uh <laughs> icebox from little giants babe town oh god i would love to meet her and just be her boyfriend yeah um once again your star is rising and i should think I, it's should possible I, should i manifest that right you now? should manifest you should manifest icebox Please. <laughs> icebox, icebox, icebox. Have ice your box. agent get a hold of Daywon Sawa. <laughs> yeah, dude. De dude, Daywon Sawa needs to... We need to make a movie together that day. We should get him on this podcast. Daywon Song? He's probably pretty free. Dewa Sawa. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. Who's that? He's uh, the quarterback in Little Giants. Do you remember Little Giants? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the skateboarder, Daywon Song. <laughs> nope. Like the greatest did, skateboarder did, of all time. Did, were you able to watch the Little Giants? Uh, Little Giants, yes. My favorite part is when the kid can blow the, yeah, the, the snot bub yeah. booger cool. bubble. Yeah. The yeah, booger bubble. Mm -hmm. And then um, somebody pops it. Mm -hmm. I forget who that was. Mm -hmm. My mom said that the pads <laughs> you gave me weren't <laughs> adequate. <laughs> That's the best part. Ah, in the, so good, he yeah, shows up wrapped in a Serta mattress. 
<laughs> kid's so good. So good. Yeah. What happened to him? Pull him up, dude. Mm-hmm. See what he's up to. Uh, unfortunately, Goldberg, though, pro- but smoking meth. Um, yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Well, he I think pumped. he's nine months, <laughs> nine months sober last I saw. How do you know that? Where are you reading your sources? Uh, like, where um, do you get this information? The news? The news talks about Goldberg? Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah he, he got arrested like, like six times for smoking meth. Really? He's super skinny. He doesn't have any teeth. Yeah. He got arrested for trying <sighs> to break into somebody's uh, tool shed. I think you're... Well, I thought that was... I saw no, a we're thing about the, Marcus. We're cutting into it right now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, But he's doing man, better. Dude. He's doing better. I saw a uh, picture of him at a Denny's. <laughs> and he was looking better. I don't know who he was with, but I hope he's doing better, man. I like that guy a lot. Yeah, he was sweet. He was so a sweetheart. I bet if it was a cheeseburger, you could catch it. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, His, he was best in heavyweights. Oh yeah, what was the what was the blonde or the red-haired curly curly-haired guy? Donkey lips. What? No. Anybody? Come on. He was in heavyweights, and he was also in uh, Sandlot. Curly red-haired kid. He wasn't in heavyweights. You're thinking of uh, <clears throat> strange name? wilderness. No. Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, back but to what was the point? Back to baseball. Yeah. Um, big green. Yeah. The oh, big the big green. green. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Steve yeah, Gutenberg. Yeah. He was yeah, the yeah, ham. Yeah, yeah. The great hambino. The great hambino. hambino. Yeah. Um, if. Uh, if you had to choose between getting hit by Jimmy Graham full stunt or get hit by uh, Randy Johnson fastball in his prime, what would you choose, Jules? You're not going to die by either of them or get seriously injured. You're just going to be hurt. Um, I would take Jimmy Graham. Oh, bad choice. I'd take Jimmy Graham, too. Yeah. Bad choice. I could throw my weight into Jimmy Graham. Dude, Randy Johnson pitches at like yeah, 106, 106 miles, miles per hour. hour. Yeah. yeah. Nope. No, thanks. <laughs> I just, I'm like pretty so, big. Hold on, I'm hold pretty on, big. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You would prefer. Yes, a baseball You would going prefer fast. to yes. get I just said it. all of your body in pain versus just one little circle of. Well, are you, are, is he getting me on the shoulder? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, I don't know. He's just going to hit you somewhere. Okay, so like, but is Jimmy Jim, Graham's so gonna hit you everywhere. So you're asking a different question now. Then no, I'm not. So I'm like, saying, I'm, get I'm, hit I'm by assuming G- it's gonna be the worst case scenario for either. So like, Jimmy Graham's gonna hit me, or Randy Johnson's gonna hit me right in the solar plexus. Where would, <laughs> where would be your least favorite place there. to get hit by a baseball? Sternum. Yeah, mine would be the tailbone. Ooh. <laughs> like right at the I mean, uh, let's be honest. Top the, of your, your face. Yeah, your the crack. temple. No, no, no. I'm saying besides the face. Obviously, okay, like yeah, yeah. this like is. your throat? N- oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, a, I, was a, I was a catcher in high school, and I got hit in the throat underneath the, underneath the mask. Yeah. Guy foul tipped it, bounced up right, right in my oh, throat. Oh, brutal. My old, uh, in my old granny's apple. Wow. I got whacked in the face playing catcher because I, it was a ball in the dirt. And the guy was going to steal second. And I just, like, jumped at the ball to grab it, right? Yeah. To try to get the dude out at second. And right. the guy swung at the ball. Oh! Like cricket. Yeah. Side of the head. Luckily, I had the mask and the helmet nice. on, but, I mean, I was out. Oh, he rang your doorbell. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, my God. It wasn't good. I uh, would all – I would – not all the time, but 
um, a good amount of the time, I would say mean stuff to all the people batting. Oh, really? You were yeah. a trash talker? I would. But I was like a pretty good like Protestant, so... I, it was like you're a you're a freaking loser. Yeah, you were just like giving them all. Hey, can I actually, Steve? Could you pass me a Red Bull as well, you were please? Basically, like the guy. Thanks, man. Happy Gilmore calling um, jackass. Hey, let me let me let me divert this question into something new, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, what's up? Are you interested? I'm just interested in uh, like what our, our like what what you're excited about about doing this podcast and about like what we hope to kind of get out of it and what we're trying to what we're trying to do so just as a dialogue between ourselves thank you steve. where we want to go because obviously this is a blast thanks steve um i think um what uh and it's fun it's super fun and we're just kind of ranting and having chats that are super open are you great. only um asking that question because you want to answer it or are you really no 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 i'm just genuinely wondering i'm just i'm uh excited about sitting down with uh two of my favorite people in the world um and just having uninterrupted uninterrupted conversation. Thanks, bro. <laughs> you were one, I was excluding Julian. I was talking about you. Yeah, he wasn't talking about me, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, cuz I'm I'm a pretty I'm a naturally distracted person. I think I have a little bit of ADHD. Like I think God just sort of sprinkled that on like he sort of You definitely have ADHD. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, you, you got it bad. I don't think you have ADHD at all. Thank you, For Steven? real? No, because he's, he's on a task. He's, he's on it, and he can multi a little bit. He's just anxiously curious, and he likes to tinker. Oh, I'm a, I'm a tinker bell. Yeah, Call me that. I mean, you definitely are focused, but you definitely take on a lot of tasks at the same time and are kind of all over the place with everything. You get shit done, but you do a lot of things and overwhelm yourself. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's not ADHD. Maybe you're just a freaking idiot. <laughs> Potentially. But yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about is uh, taking the time to to break bread and chat with whoever. I, I would hope that this podcast moves in every single direction from from guests to other friends to just I'm just excited to have fun with something other than music. Why? Yeah. why? Can, can, can you can you talk about that for a second? Like, well, why, like, I'm just I'm interested in a lot more things other than John Bon Jovi. Sure, but do you are are you like at a point in your life where you feel like this is almost a good segue from music for you because you actually your relationship with music is at a place that's somewhere in your brain? I don't think brain? no, I don't think that I have a necessarily bad. No, I have I got a great relationship with music. I love music. I love playing music, but. Uh, I'm interested in so many more things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm not a musicologist, you know, like I don't, I'm not obsessed with music. I love singing and I love the uh, opportunities and experiences that music has, has brought me, mm -hmm. but I'm not the kind of musician who would buy muddy waters overalls at an auction and, yeah hang them up in my basement mm -hmm. um i uh i might buy kirby puckett's overalls and throw them in my basement because that mofo <laughs> almost hit five thousand hits in one season <laughs> okay steven do, do you feel like if you didn't have and i'll get back around to you too steve but if do you feel like if you had uh if you didn't have your singing voice 
yeah. that you would be doing something similar to this? Like, who would you be if you didn't have your singing voice? What do you think? Oh, man. I'd probably be doing real estate. Yeah? Straight up. <laughs> or, I mean, you still seem to be, like, creatively stimulated by a lot of different, like, artistic endeavors. This is one of them, and as well as the Live at the Lodge thing, which is obviously music-based, but... If you couldn't sing, yeah, and that got stripped away from you. Yeah, would you like yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, um, I don't know what I'd be doing if I couldn't sing. Uh, it's like so much of your identity, right? Oh yeah. Or or is it? Would you? Do you wish that it wasn't? Sometimes. I um, no, no. I I I love being a musician. I love singing. I love. Uh, I love making people happy. I think that music and being a musician, you really, sometimes I get caught up, sometimes, a good majority of the time, I get caught up in, I lean too much on the business side of music where right. I'm focused on the numbers and the ticket sales and the album sales and, you know, like just the number. And I think you kind of have to have your foot in that world in order to, just be a successful artist, but um, I forget how much therapy music brings to people. Because I've been in the music world for so long, uh, I don't see it like every human being does, right? Because I'm, I've seen behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. But um, I think people are genuinely brought to joy with with music and more specifically live music i think that really brings people proper joy like the joy that i feel when i get to sing and play and uh, be in front of people and do a song that i am just stoked about must be magnified by tenfold for uh, other people um because i know how man i know how i felt when i first like when i got weezer the weezer album the blue album mm -hmm. Oh, dude, I was so amped. When I uh, had the, I forget which one, I think it was Californication, Red Hot Chili Peppers, me and my buddy Tristan would rock that in my room at night. Oh, dude, blaring it, playing air guitar. Yeah. Oh, I felt like such a stud. I was mm -hmm. like, ain't nobody no man me. Um, yeah. That's not Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oops. Um, well, it sounds like you 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 enjoy the joy that it brings to the people that you're doing it for, and I'm curious about the joy that it actually brings to you specifically, and um, you know, just make just just curious about you know what what it what it would do to you if you didn't have your voice and who you would be and what you would. You still represent as a person and would we still be doing this if you didn't have a singing voice and yeah i don't know i um, think it's i think you would just be um subjectively fortune telling if i went into anything i would hope that uh i'd still be doing something creative but but uh i like working with wood that might be where i where i went yeah i uh got into wood shop as a youngster and built a, a bunch of coffee tables, and I really enjoyed that work. Um, I like working things out in my head mm -hmm. and then figuring, figuring them out with my hands. Um, 
But I also throw a nasty slider, dude. So, Do you? Oh, man, dude. I doubt it. You ain't going to hit it. You can't throw shit. Ring that bell. Um, well, that's awesome. And, this, and I think it's a cool podcast idea. And I think this whole situation you have going on is awesome, man. So, so good job. You still have your singing voice, so you don't have to worry unless you get bronchitis and you can't sing for the rest of your life. But that would be an interesting experiment to see what would happen if you couldn't sing. Not because I hope that on you. Just by intentionally get bronchitis? No, I'm just like, it's just interesting to think about, like, who are you if, you, if not for the thing that defines you, you know? That seems like such an abstract question because I think we are completely wrapped up in what we are. But, but your thing, the thing that defines you is like such a subjective thing. It's a voice. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I would prefer to be defined as like a good father. Of course. And a good husband. Right, so and that's what I'm... a good son and a semi-good friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really care about you, but Steve, <laughs> I really care about his opinion of me. Yeah. I love no, you, I'm, buddy. I'm kidding. I, lo- I love both you guys with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, w- I would prefer to be defined as those things mm-hmm. rather than a singer. Yeah. Um, I I would hope that... You know, when people talk about me in a room, they would talk highly of me, but mm-hmm. not because I am can sing a, a high C over over a flat 5D. I don't know what that meant. And neither do I. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what any of those numbers mean. Um, but I think that uh, conversation is, is the conversation, is that it's like you're perceived in two different, totally different worlds where I'm only perceived by like seven people. That's not true. But it, it, no, it is. You have I'm thirty-five not, okay, not followers that. on the gram, dog. <laughs> okay, not, okay, not seven or thirty-five, but I mean, just the persona of, or people's perception of you, is different than Jamil's perception of you. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope. Well, I, I, I would hope that they're both the same. They're not. I know they're. I know they're not. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I would Get love to. I would love to exist, and maybe this is a a great shadow that's cast of being of doing a podcast of doing more like unscripted uh media i guess is as a musician you put out like a very filtered body of songs which is like how well do you know britney spears this is my crop top that i'm wearing and my favorite movie is frozen like you don't know Britney Spears at all, really. You know, even though she's been in the, she's been famous since she was sixteen. The poor girl. Right. You don't like actually. I don't think know her. Know her. Um, and I would hope that anybody who gives two shits about my music would feel like they could have a sorry, would feel like they could have a beer with me and enjoy it. Yeah. And not just like enjoy it like. Oh, dude, I totally got this, like, really crazy download from Alan Stone. Like, he was talking about, like, when the stars and the chakras come into, like, overlapping scenarios, then, like, all of the worlds collide in this meaningless drum circle, and everybody's on the force fields. Like, I would... that was that went deep. I was trying to f- make you laugh, and <laughs> I, did. I, I didn't even come close. I, I was like, "There's gonna be some." I'm well, gonna no, keep I was, chucking rocks I was, I was until also, I hit something. I was also just kind of thinking of of a thought while you were saying that, and I think that like the the extension of of 
of what you're doing into this podcast is so special because it actually gives people uh, the ability to create a relationship with you. The podcast that I listen to, I don't know Mark Marin, but right. I know Mark Marin. Right, you feel like, like I have you know a him. friendship with him. Like right. I, I've changed my life because of certain things that he's said and done and made me feel because I've resonated so hard with the things that he said. Yeah. He has no clue who I am. And and I, and, I don't know. I mean, I am a Star Rising dude, so I think he probably <laughs> might Star be Rising. checking me out he on He seems like IMDb. the kind of guy who'd watch Starleaf. Yeah, I'd probably. Mark Marin, check out Starleaf, dude. <laughs> I am fresh in that movie, dude. Shout out to Mark. If you buy the movie, it comes with joint papers as well with my face on them, so that's a plus. Um, what if but, it came with divorce papers? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, shit. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think like you know, if if there's anything that I'm excited about, it's it's really just like kind of create like giving people um, like an inside look into who we are as people, so they can be friends with us so that who who couldn't otherwise be friends with us. I want to be friends with everybody in the entire world, and I know that everybody else doesn't feel that same way. Harvey Weinstein? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Part of still just, on the earth. I, I mean, like I don't want to like. I don't know. No. Yeah. No. Of okay, um, Steve, uh, shooting a question over your way. Mm -hmm. uh, how long you think Ghislaine Maxwell stays alive? I don't know who that is. Okay, is uh, she Epstein's yeah, partner? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the yeah. oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. procurer, the the, like the sidekick procurer of young women. Yep. Mm. I don't uh, think she can die. You don't think she can die? You think no. she's... She'd be, be too so suspicious of the conspiracy will come full circle. Dude, I... So who do right. you think killed Epstein? Because I think it was the Clintons. <laughs> Could have been. He killed himself, didn't he? No. I mean, no. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. You not? No. You think he killed himself? Probably. There's no way. I think he was killed. He's definitely killed. He's, well, I, I can't... When I, I speak in absolutes because I'm an idiot, but yeah. I, think, I think for sure that he was killed. Well, correct me... Because I thought he was, I he, thought he hung himself. The coroner that was on the case concluded it a suicide. The guards uh, were asleep randomly. And the one camera didn't work. And the one camera just randomly didn't work at this specific time. And uh, so he had breaks in his neck that the coroner on the Epstein files or whatever that show was on Netflix yeah. said that this break in this specific part of your neck is impossible to break via hanging. Meaning the force that had to happen uh, for him to die and to get choked out was a, was a, a stronger force than, than that which would have happened from his body weight. I mean... Dude, one way or another, he was going to kill himself or he was going to get killed. So, like, what Not difference necessarily. Really His life sucked. I mean, he got off scot-free in Florida with, like, 12 counts of procuring an underage child for sex he got off with nothing more than like a slap on the wrist. I would imagine that Jeffrey Epstein thought he was untouchable. And so why not go through court and go through the legal system, specifically in New York City, where he owned a $70 million penthouse, and roll the dice, dude. Come on, bro. I mean, honestly, He's got Clinton. Honestly, I don't know enough to even speculate on this 
Epstein, son of a bitch. Neither but, do uh, I. Neither do you. Neither <laughs> so do I. This conversation sucks. I hate that guy, and he's dead. So it is what it is, right? Right. But we started with Galen. You think she's gonna? You think she's gonna make it to trial? I, I mean, it's again. My speculation means absolutely nothing because I don't know anything about her. But so I bet, two weeks I bet, ago, two weeks ago, the judge in the Galen Max, excuse me, in the Epstein case that was set to release the fo- set to release the transcripts uh her son and father or excuse me her husband and son were both murdered in broad daylight gunman came to their house shot them both and then air quotes killed himself that's kind of a weird coincidence too right so <laughs> dead space <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, don't, you and me don't say anything. Just let Alan keep going here. <laughs> no, dude. I, I was just trying to stir up some conversation. <laughs> I know. You know what we didn't do? What is going on? Mm. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Make sure that's on next time. I believe the meal. <laughs> you can do it. It, it looks too. better off, honestly. How uh, long have we? How long have we been talking? Just for reference. Yeah, uh, we have been talking for an hour and thirty-seven minutes, and we've said about five minutes of good content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wonder how we're going to edit this down. We're not, dude. Good. We're going full steam ahead, bro. Full steam ahead. I'm four This will never deep. see the world. Um, so, uh, I think we should end it. Well, we can end it. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I still wanted to ask Steve kind of what his thoughts were on his Oh, yeah. What are you looking what, forward to, Steve? Yeah, are are you excited this. at all? Or are you just dreading having to talk to us uh, once a week? No, I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's a new adventure for all of us, and it seems like it's going to be a good time. And the, again, I don't put that much expectation on myself to where I'm going to get nervous or weird about anything. Yep, good on you. I try not to as well. That's yeah. why I did my best in 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 not trying to plan this whole thing out because I feel like I'm hoping that if we do enough of these, we'll find a really cool rhythm between the three of us uh, that might lead to some really inspiring conversations uh, about Julian's bartending days. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good stuff that will, that will come up through just the repetition of doing more and more, and it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked about it. So, Are you mm-hmm. a Carmex guy or a Blistex guy? Uh, probably a Blistex medicated. Yeah, oh. you got serious chaps. I got, I got, Cherry I got, flavored? I got, no, dude, no flavors, man. My mom used to make me use Vaseline. Yeah. Well, that's probably the best thing. It's probably can the use. best thing. Yeah. It's the only one that works. Yeah. Thanks. And mom. it's also just like non-chemical based, so it's just like petroleum jelly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Sandy Stone, which hopefully she's Shout not watching Stone. this. This <laughs> this doesn't grace her eyes because I said. Shout out to all words. of our moms. Yeah, to all the. Shout moms. out to all the moms, yeah. dude. Yeah. All the moms yeah. in the world. Hey, mama. Mama. In the moms. Yeah. I'm going to see my mom in a couple days. Oh yeah, yeah that's dude, that's gonna be stellar. What's uh, what restaurant are you elated to go eat at? Dude, all of them. Santa Barbara, California, is chock full of tasty treats. Uh, first thing I'm gonna do is go to South Coast Deli and get the chicken Caesar wrap. Mm, dude, we had a wrap this morning. JP J- Jabes. <sighs> I love those wraps. Put together man. a nice uh, smoked turkey wrap with uh, a little bit of salad mm. dressing. What's your favorite Mexican restaurant in Santa Barbara? Because I know they have some bangers. Oh, um, oh God. There's, dude, there's, there's so oh, many. God. And they're, they're all different, too. There's ones that are just like street tacos, and there's ones that are in gas stations that are just fire, and then there's like super classy. I kind of like I, so fancy Mexican. I, I, I generally stick if you're downtown and you're by the water, 
there's just tons of hole in the wall little Mexican joints you can go in and just get some chili norteños and just a bunch of fun fun <laughs> things. I like um I I like the whole experience of going into the restaurant and feeling like you're transported to Mexico City and they have all the fun colors in there mm-hmm. and like the paintings of people mm-hmm. as skeletons and um and then you get the chips and the salsa and like if it's a really good one you get the you you get the like onion um and cabbage uh, salad thing for the chip. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? Like pico de gallo. Pico, it's, yeah, not pico de gallo. pico de gallo. It's, it's not pico de gallo. It's like a. It's it's almost like relish kind of. But anyways, uh, only at the nice, relish. Nice yeah, and then you and then you get a and then you go. The the waiter goes, "Can I get you something to drink?" And you go, "A diet Pepsi, please." That's what I say. I get Shirley Temples <laughs> all the time if I'm in Mexican restaurants. Really? Oh, yeah. When did that start? When I was like, my, so we used to have Friday night family dinners, but uh-huh. my dad was, was like, would never, he would just show up to pay the bill. Yeah. My dad's an immigration attorney, as okay. you know, and uh-huh. he, he was just like, they were his clients, these people that own these restaurants. We always oh, go to yeah. Mexican restaurants. Uh-huh. And I just couldn't get enough Shirley Temples. <laughs> I would get like nine every single meal. And it's just, it's like, you know, it's like uh, at Quiznos with the Sierra Mist. My yep. chicken carbonara and my Sierra Mist, they complement <laughs> each other so well. And it's like a good a good burrito or like fajitas and a and a Shirley Temple, nine of them. Are God, you, it's good. Are you, uh, uh, to both of you studs mm-hmm. um, who are currently listening, uh, actually all three of the studs in this room, I would like for, for all of us to answer this question. Are you the type of eater, because I'm the type of eater that <clears throat> I'm – Specifically with with going out to eat, because I didn't ever go out to eat as a kid. First of all, we didn't have any restaurants in Chihuahua where I grew up. Um, I lie. I went out to eat occasionally, but it was always like a it was always like a treat. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, are you? Um, and excuse me, it was such a treat that I didn't want to be disappointed by ordering something that I didn't like. So I would I would always order the same thing when I went to. When I went to Mikasita, the Mexican restaurant in Chihuahua, I would get the steak chicana every chicana. time, dude. Did you get a Shirley Temple with it? No, Diet Pepsi. I told Gross, you. Gross, <laughs> dude. That's the worst choice you could have possibly okay, ever so my, made. Okay, so my question, so my Diet question is... Diet Pepsi? Diet Pepsi, You're yes. You're messed up. So my question posed to all three of you handsome uh, luchadors is... <laughs> Is um, are you an adventurous eater like that, or do you once you find the thing you want at a at the restaurant that you will patronize, you're gonna go back and you're never gonna stray away from that yeah, menu no. item. You want you want to go first, Steve? Restaurants that I know and have tried maybe a couple of things that I'll generally go to the go to that I know that's the fire dish at the restaurant. Yes. Let me tell you one thing. If there's a Reuben sandwich or Eggs Benedict on the menu, mm-hmm. yeah. I look no further. Totally. Oh, God, Eggs Benny. I yeah. would kill for an That's Eggs it. Benny right so now. Like, and I, but I'm also like I eat like a dog. Like I'll eat the same thing every for every meal. Like mm-hmm. it just that's what I get wraps for. Like I'm super basic, and I put hot sauce on everything and just kind of screw it up anyways. So I wish that, um, uh, you know, certain – certain companies they'll give people like two weeks paid holidays and i wish that they would call it two weeks paid holidays i would i mean what would you do just gargle some holidays <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, dude, let it run down my chin. Let it run down your chin. Well, let it run. You guys, you guys are, uh, you, you guys are talking about all the types of food. That we didn't we're ask not Jamil. Jamil, are you, oh, yeah. a, are you a traditional eater? Do you eat the same thing uh, every meal, or do you? When you go out to eat, or, or are you like, no, I had the no. I had the chickens, the mustard chicken last time. I'm gonna get the the barbecued spare ribs this time. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm more along the lines of what Steve was saying. Like, I'll if I'm going somewhere and I've been there a couple times, I'll try like a handful of things. But after a while, I just end up going back to the the singular, the best the best dish yeah mm. okay um but that's what's nice about going out to eat with friends that have like eclectic palates or different tastes because you get like six dishes and alan you do this every time we go out to eat with more than four or five people well so that's like, when me, i give me back, the apps list and then my thing yep well that was back when i had a job sure and i was just now we're raking back on it i was just card. raking it in now we're back on jamil's credit card <laughs> yeah and uh and so the app menu doesn't get obliterated by your boy because you know I want that spinach or well, a choke dip. Look, I guys, you, I want you guys <laughs> to remember that we are getting Red Robin delivered oh. to our houses tonight. Even though, and I got to mention to the, that the, girl, <laughs> the, that the, wives, wives, the wives just showed right up. The wifey the wifey just showed babies, up. The wifey babies. And now they're, now, they're shaking, shaking heads. heads. I, I guess Laura did mention <laughs> that, like, I guess Are you Laura, backing out of the well, Red Robin? I, guess, I got I, so pumped. Well, Laura did mention last night that it's kind of a bad idea to, like, let Red Robin sit yes, for like any longer than like she was like unless it's coming straight to my table hot I'm not really into it so let's go to Red Robin what are we Do waiting they have a for? patty we can call we can call yeah Alan took like 45 minutes to like figure out if Jimmy John's was open the other day because he didn't call to ask <laughs> he was just trying to figure it out on his app <laughs> turkey tom dude I got some cucumbers on the turkey tom great nice. addition you gotta get triple peppers dude that's the way to go hey um, guys you are awesome this is such a blast this is it? great I'm having, so cool? a, I'm having a blast we're gonna get 16 subscribers but I'm still gonna make you guys do this because I really enjoy telling <laughs> it's not jokes. For anybody else. It's just for us. Yeah. yeah, we're only gonna listen to it ourselves. I'm just having so much fun talking about taking stool samples. Yeah, we, we went there. We did. I told everybody that I tickled my intestines. Taz is doing it. Well, he's he's doing it. Well, I think I think as we move Al's forward, doing we'll it. have a, we'll have a little bit more of concentrated Al's conversations. Doing Al's doing what? Huh? What's Al doing? Taking poo samples. Oh yeah, I, I did, dude. It, and let, and let me tell you, there's no uh, there's no quicker way for you to really despise yourself than to look square into your dry. Like I, right. when I poo, okay, right. I always like look down at the poo before I flush it. You know what Laura once told me? Can I finish my thought? Uh, you go for What's it. What's the point? So I. I look down before I flush it. I'm always just like, you know, what I think everybody does that. Like, what, what, how am I doing? Right? That's kind of like a way of being like, am I, am, am I sick? Am I going to die? Did I have beets last night? Did I eat asparagus? You know, so I, I take a peek underwater. I, dude, looking at your poop outside of water is the most messed up <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me in my life. 
I literally had to go to the therapist afterwards. No, you didn't. Yeah, You've never been to a therapist. Her name's Dr. Tanya. You should go to a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> this is my therapy. <laughs> Good. I'm going to start therapizing you, buddy. Steve, too. And we're going to help you get through this, Alan. We know that your career is wide open spaces. <laughs> my, I don't have a career anymore. I know. So look, me and Steve are going to help you through this, buddy. Because guess what? We are also non-existent in the working force. <laughs> Jamil's our only chance to survival. <laughs> so we're going to do this thing. We're going to take it to the limits. And my shining star is going to peak so hard on you, dude, that I'm going to just... <laughs> Explode. <laughs> you guys ready to play? This has been fantastic. I love you and I love you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to uh what was my point again? What's the name? I, I forgot I forgot no, my point. I think I think it's wait, what? No, no. no. you have to say it. We have wait, to look that what? up. <laughs> it's just like people can just read wait what? And that's dumb. I forgot what my point was. Okay, Ellipses. because honestly, we haven't kept to the point once this whole time, which Not is the best. Once. Hey, put some uh, tag music on the end of this so we can feel cool as we dance out. Okay, hold on. Or Alan, sing a song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there once was a man who was a man underneath him, his skin, and he had a hat, and his hat was round and circular. He also had a bat. Because a bat rhymes with a hat. Ew. And his hat and his bat were both circular. Circular. Oh, circular things are better than square things and better than flat things, better than oval things. Circular things are in a circle. And I'm going to make myself some pie. Let's go get some Red Robin, you freaks. Tune I love in, you. Tune in next week. Yay. For a whole new conversation of sexual exploits and <laughs> god-awful stories about shitting this our pants and happen. tinkling in the bed. I love you all. Thanks for being my friend, Alan. Thanks for being my friend, Steve. Yeah, thanks, ladies, for keeping us all accountable. And, and thanks, James, for having the credit card. You're paying for dinner tonight. <laughs> James, and th James, thank you for being on the board. Um, this has been fun. Let's keep doing it. Bye. Bye. Oh, boo-boo, did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one, huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com slash live at the lodge where you can support the how goods of this podcast as well as the entire Live at the Lodge family. Yep, yeah, you're going to get exclusive merch, personalized shout-out videos. Me and Jules, we're going to show up at your house and baptize your nephew, huh? Check it out, patreon.com slash live at the lodge. lodge.